welcome to the Loose Lips Coaching Panel Podcast. I'm Karen Dyer, Self-Empowerment Coach. I'm Linda Archer, Breakup and Divorce Coach. And I'm Nina Kundi, The Relationship Coach. Hi ladies and welcome to our Loose Lips Coaching Panel today and we've got the pleasure of Ray Pearson who's going to be launching a book soon. So a bit, really warm welcome to you Ray. Thank you for inviting me. And I've got Nina here with it. I'm just going to let the listeners just give you a bit of information about yourself, Ray. So you're a mum of three, almost grown up children, and you've been married to David for five years. Within the last 27 years, you've been in the police service, including roles in safeguarding, neighbourhood policing, community engagement and training and you've got a wealth of knowledge around the difficulties and challenges people face every single day. Now as a single mum for many years Ray understands the struggles of being a lone parent. Ray decided to start a home-based business while still working full-time. The costs of different clubs and hobbies for our three kids soon mounted up and even with a good salary things were tight. So we didn't want to say no to our children because of lack of funds. So our journey into the world of network marketing began. Some terrible results, some good results, some amazing results. And Ray believes that home-based businesses are a way to create financial independence without huge overheads. And Ray links this in with her commitment to addressing financial abuse in relationships. During the COVID lockdown, Ray began to connect with others online. This led to meeting some amazing women who generously shared their own stories of abuse. With these stories, Ray has created Be Kind, No Excuses, a guide to help teenage girls recognise abusive behaviours in intimate relationships. And Ray's first book is soon to be launched. So Ray, how did you get into your book and how, how did you get onto this subject of teenagers? Okay, well, when I was in the police, I was given a domestic violence officer's job to do. And long story short, obviously, I'm retired from the police now. I'm now working entirely from home. And I believe that women can have financial independence. One of the big things in abusive relationships is money. One of the big things in any relationship is money. You know, it's a really important thing. And I've read articles that say one of the biggest things that couples argue about is money. And I believe that if a woman has her own money, if she's in an abusive relationship, it means that she has some of that control back because abusive relationships are all about the imbalance of power and controlling behavior by the abuser. So giving women the opportunity to work from home on a business that won't have massive overheads. I mean, a traditional business, you know, for example, if you want to shop and you're going to sell product, you have to pay rent on that building, you have to stock the shop, you have to present the shop appropriately. So setting up a traditional retail outlet, even a small one costs thousands and thousands. And I just reckon that working in the different network marketing companies, some people will call it MLM, gives people an opportunity to have a business without any real financial risk. I mean, there's, there's some of them you can you can join for free. Mm. Yeah. So you can set up a business. If you work with somebody who knows what they're doing, then at least you're going to get some support in training and make some money. That's one of the things I love about network marketing. Mm-hmm. So really, one of the reasons I do network marketing is because I want to help women create that financial independence for themselves. 
So I don't want to be working with people forever more. I mean, I do stay in touch with a lot of people who come into the network. You're showing people how to become independent businesswomen. Having that money is, is a huge thing. Totally agree there, Ray, because with being a relationship coach myself, a lot of ladies come to me and they struggle to get out of toxic relationships. And a lot of the time it is because of financial circumstances. And especially when they've got children, they feel the need to be able to stay because they are codependent on their abuser, unfortunately. Yeah. And I just absolutely love what work you are doing with these. I mean, I'm from an MLM background myself. So I spent 19 years working uh, within the direct sales industry. And I, you know, you can really build big businesses out there. And like you say, not having the cost, because if you're doing it online, then, you know, you've got all of the training online, you've got websites you can tap into, and you've got a massive customer base out there as well. So when you say that you work with women to help them become financially free, if I, you know, for example, just for our listeners out there, if they wanted to come to you, Ree, what would you do for them? It depends on what network they want to join. I, I do have two networking teams. I have a website. That's not a website. It's a Facebook group. And in that Facebook group, there is training. So basically, I've gone through step by step of how to get started, how to get customers, how to do data capture, how to communicate with your customers, because it's easier to keep a customer once you've got it than it is to get a customer in the first place. So lots of videos, lots of training, and they can follow that system. And if they follow that system properly, they'll get customers, they'll make sales, and they can create a business. There's also in that group, training on how to create your own team. So I don't want to be the only leader in my team. I want to help create leaders who lead their own businesses. And that's what that's all about. It's about being independent. And when you've come from an abusive relationship, the one thing you need is that secure independence. Totally agree with that. And, you know, it's about building that self-worth and that belief that you can go out there and actually execute all of your actions and all of the knowledge that you've been given but have the belief, because I think, especially when you move out of any any toxic relationship, I know I've been there myself, just having that belief and the confidence to go out there and start something new. Sometimes so many women don't do this because they don't know where to start or who to be selling for or what multi-level marketing company to get involved in and they are pretty much all the same. The structure is pretty much all the same. Yeah, that's right. Um, that's but yeah. Just having that original starting point is fantastic, Ray. Um, so I applaud you on that. That's wonderful. Thank you. What I yeah. do is if somebody comes to me and says, I'm interested in looking at what you do, I want to know about that woman. I want to know what floats her boat. Because if she's not going to be working with something that sparks an enthusiasm in her. So I know a lot of people in network marketing. So I'll say, right, okay. Maybe this one isn't for you, but I'm going to put you in touch with another person in another network. And I think this possibly would be the one that would help you the most. So I don't mm. always put them in my team. I might give them to somebody else and say, I think this, this is a better fit for you because I can't be in all of them. And Ray, do you mind us talking about what it is that you do, what product, what team you've got? You, you are involved in a multi-level marketing company. Mm-hmm. Um, just, just so for some of the listeners out there, because, you know, if they're actually thinking, well, actually, that does float my boat. 
how can I get in touch with Rhi? And what we will do is we will drop some links down so that the ladies can, you know, come to you if it is something that they want to get involved in. But would you mind sharing a little bit more about that? Yeah, I have Utility Warehouse, which is a discount club in the UK. So they do energy broadband, mobile products and boiler home insurance, which is a FTSE 250 company. Over 650,000 customers, not all of them are mine, unfortunately, but a huge organization. And that is, you know, best if you are a person who pays bills and you become a partner for a tenant. I also work with a company called FM World that do perfumes and cosmetics. Personally, I love perfume, but I didn't join the company for perfume. I joined the company for mascara. (laughs) But when I found that they did perfume, I couldn't believe it because I was a Chanel girl, absolutely 100% Chanel. And when I tried their products, I literally thought, goodness me, I would go out and spend £100 on a bottle of perfume and I wear perfume. I will practically bath in perfume. I have put (laughs) perfume on before coming onto this recording and neither of you can smell me. Oh, I can, darling. That's such a shame. shame. I am obsessed with perfume and we've had this conversation before and all of our listeners know I am the woman that smells right not smells is in a smells in a bad way but it's like my Dave because it what's so interesting is we've all got a Dave going on here so my Dave is um is is always smelling amazing but I'm the lady that he, he must get fed up of because I literally go Every time he comes near me, and after shave and perfume, oh, I to die for. I, I love fragrances. I love, I love them, and I love the FM fragrances. The cosmetics are fantastic, but I'll be absolutely honest with you and your listeners. Lipstick does not float my boat. I can't get excited about lipstick, but the reason I stay with FM is because it's free. Mm-hmm. You can set it up for free. And my objective, it's not about selling product, it's about bringing ladies who can learn how to run a business and create their own financial freedom. Because I have seen the pain that women are in who need to leave an abusive relationship but can't afford the rent on a new property. I've seen the pain of women who've got children who are at private schools, whose abusive partner has said, well, if you don't do this, I'll stop paying the school fees. So it goes right across the board. And yeah, that's yeah. why I do what I do. It's, it's not amazing. about the actual network. It's what mm-hmm. the network can bring. It's and the it's, process. It's been part of something, isn't yeah, it? It doesn't matter what network you're in, as long as you've got the support and the understanding and somebody who's going to help you build. And do you know what I love about this more is the fact that I've worked in multi-level marketing. I know what it's like out there where people want to recruit as many people as they possibly can. And what I absolutely love about you, Rhi, is just what you said um, a couple of minutes ago with the fact that you take people under your wing. If they're not passionate about what it is you do, you will source something or you will pass them over to the person. Because I do believe that we have to be passionate about what it is that we're selling. In order for us to build that relationship and that customer relationship and that trust, we absolutely must believe in the product 100%. What I'm more interested in about, though, is the book. Because I know Linda's been telling me that you're writing a book and it's ready for launch and being an international author myself I'm like whoa tell me a little bit more about this book (laughs) well the book came out of COVID really 
I have been thinking about this book for many years. I worked in safeguarding, uh, worked with high-risk domestic violence, high-risk perpetrators and high-risk victims. I've got one of those faces that people tell me things. And obviously we went massively online at the beginning of COVID. And I was like, well, I'll just, because, you know, we're all in these Facebook groups and we're all kind of dipping in and dipping out. And I've never really engaged because I'm sort of like more of a, have a cup of coffee and a piece of cake kind of girl. <laughs> um, so it's always been in the real. But in COVID, obviously, we couldn't do that. And I was engaging more in the groups that I was already in. And women were coming to me. And now we were having a chat. And they were telling me things. And this book has been in the back of my mind because I have seen there are many amazing books out there that talk about survival, how they've come through abusive relationships. You know, it's all after the event. Now, I've studied domestic abuse, gender abuse, so I yeah. can see, you know, some behaviours look like caring behaviours, but actually when you analyse them, you think, oh, that's a bit creepy. Yeah, because mm-hmm. you've got that level of awareness, haven't you? I've got that level of awareness, mm-hmm. and I see women get into relationships, and I think, oh my God, why would you get involved with that person? He's clearly a creep, and he's a <laughs> narcissist, or whatever he is, but they don't know because we're not told about it in school. We just don't have that, like, let's stop it before it starts kind of thing going on. So the book is five stories that have been given to me by wonderful women very generously. And I've dissected them right from the very first sentence of the story. You can see where abuse is coming. And it's quite horrific. So you can see where they go. But it's about raising the awareness about like, okay, your new boyfriend's constantly texting you. Where are you? What are you doing? Is that caring or is that control? Is he asking you that because he wants to know where you are and he cares about you? Or is it that he's just checking up to make sure you're not with somebody else because he's a nut? If you're out with the girls in the evening and your boyfriend turns up at the end of it and says, oh, I'll take you home, you don't need to get in a taxi. Has he watched from across the road to make sure you've walked out with the girls and not with another guy? Is he really caring or is he checking? Now, that's a very subjective question, but it needs to be asked because you have to make sure that it is caring and not control. So knowing to ask the question is probably going to save lives. Absolutely. And would you call these red flags, Ray? Yes, red flags. Do you think, do you think uh, many people are aware of them? No, I mean, the, I've got a Facebook group that supports the book. It's a discussion group. And if anybody needs support, what's ha- it's gone a bit crazy, actually. People support the person who needs support. The group is there for discussion. And it's not just about male-on-female abuse, it's about all different relationship abuses. What's very evident is that a lot of people don't even realise that they are in a narcissistic relationship or they have been in one and they just don't see those flags because nobody ever talks about. I mean, one of the things that the book is there to do is to blow this out of the water because one of the things I hear is, I mean, you've probably heard it yourself, it's like what goes on behind closed doors is nobody's business. Mm-hmm. it is our business what goes on behind closed doors if it's abusive the door needs to be kicked in it's, yeah, totally. it's not okay to collude it's not okay when your mother turns around and says oh well you've made your bed you have to lie in it now <gasps> excuse me I do not have to lie in it I'm going to get out that bed and I'm going to set it on fire actually and I'm going to get myself a different bed because I'm not going to die I don't want our kids to die it's horrific There are thousands of women murdered on this planet every year. And we're still saying, oh, well, you've got to make your bed. You've got to lie in it. What nonsense is that? Sorry, I get really angry with that. Do you know what? It's your passion coming through. 
Yeah, definitely. And I can mm -hmm. feel straight away the passion that's coming from you. And I can see it in your face as well. I know the listeners can't see that out there. <laughs> but the thing is, it is something that, you know, we do need to make more awareness of. And so many people I always find jump out of the frying pan into the fire. Yeah. They don't heal in between relationships and they go then go straight into another toxic relationship and they carry on with that codependency. So being able to help these women to understand that they are seeing the red flags and they can spot them and they can really do something about it. And what I found really with the work that I do, because I work with a lot of women that come from trauma or past toxic relationships, is they don't have the strength, even though they do see it as a red flag, they don't have the strength or the courage to actually do something about it. And it's about really building that courage up inside. And again, one of them is from a financial point of view, which is yeah. absolutely awesome that you are out there doing this for these ladies. Any other questions for Ree before obviously uh, end today's session? Yeah, who would you say is the perfect person for reading this book, Ray? Initially, I mean, it's written for teenage girls because it's about male on female abuse. Right. I think every parent needs to read it. Mm -hmm. And one of the other things, this should always be emphasized. If you're in an abusive relationship, the most dangerous time of your life and your, the life of your children is when you leave. So when people say, well, why doesn't she just leave? The reason she doesn't leave isn't because she's not brave enough or strong enough. It's because it is terrifying to leave. Yeah. And people need to know that. Because statistically, you're more likely to die when you do leave it than stay. That's why people stay. That's such a stark reality, Ray. It's horrific. Mm -hmm. And we need to have men say, actually, other men who abuse their partners, not on my watch. They should stop drinking with the guys that they drink with who they know beat their partners. Ostracize them. Yeah. Make it socially unacceptable, like not wearing a seatbelt or drink driving. They made them socially unacceptable. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think the good thing about what we're doing in the world now is just bringing that awareness and, like you say, blowing it out of so that people can start talking about it a little bit more. I mean, with regards to sexual topics, sexual topics are not spoke about as much as we, and we want to be able to spread that as well. And, you know, for me, trauma, abuse, toxic, any sexual uh, novelty, anything like that, as women of the world, we should be out there supporting these other women and men, because, you know, it's fair to say that there are narcissistic women out there as much as there are yeah. narcissistic men. And, you know, just going through the statements you were making before, Rhi, I know there's been women out there that have stalked their fellas or, you know, been checking up on them just as yeah. much as men kind of do it towards the women. So I think it's wonderful that you have this discussion group and we will definitely drop the, the link into that because I love the fact that you have a group where supporting each other. And what I love about the community nowadays is the fact that everybody helps each other and I think that's such a, an important part you know if you're a positive role model you're doing something out there for the good of the world we should be shouting it a lot louder so that more people have that opportunity to speak out wouldn't you agree girls yeah definitely yeah. we have to talk about it we have to remove the shame 
have been a victim. Oh, yeah. And the shame so. should be sitting square in the lap of the perpetrator, not the victim. Yeah. We shouldn't be victim blaming. We should be pointing the finger at the person who's causing the problem. And that is the perpetrator. Yeah. And then I think there would be so much more support for victims and their children, wouldn't there? If it was unacceptable socially and culturally to abuse your partner. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Well, we want to support you all. We can, Reese. So we can't Thank wait you. for your book to come out. And Thank I know I'm going to give a copy to my girls. Thank you. It's Definitely. all right. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on this afternoon. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for inviting me. And can I just, for our listeners out there, Ree, can you just, so it's around about July, is there a specific Six, date? 16th of July upon Kindle 16. as an ebook and as a paperback, if I can figure out how that works. Amazing. amazing you must because my girls are less likely to pick up paper <laughs> copies but anything that they can put on their phone or digitize yeah it's got to be an ebook because it's aimed at teenage girls and i yeah, figure they are basically they've got them stitched onto their hands now mm-hmm. absolutely <laughs> and i use kindle um direct publishing with mine as well so um just from a fellow author if you need any help with that oh. paperback Thank you so much. All right, It's all about connections as well, isn't it? Oh, yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And I think, you know, we just need to be out there supporting each other to support others. And, you know, much love to everybody out there. And just to all our listeners, much love to you all. And remember, keep being awesome. The Loose Lips Coaching Panel Podcast.